If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Shereen Langan. So joining me in studio now is... Blah, hello. Hello. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks so much for coming down. Um, so you were you were saying that you were at EP, were you? I was at EP on Thursday, yeah. So Thursday uh, evening, I was on the Hazelwood stage, which is an all female stage. Um, I did it last year as well, and it's on it, like it had it had its first journey out, and obviously went well. So we were we returned this year, um, and then I'm just so busy. I'm getting sick of the sound of my own voice saying that I'm busy, but I'm just so busy. So I decided to come back. Okay. I might what, go back. What was it like? What was the? I've never been to EP. Uh, never been to lecture picnic. No. Never. Yeah, it's good. I'm kind of, do you know what? I'm getting a little bit like as it, obviously being there as a performer is great. Um, but I'm getting a little bit. I like the smaller festivals. I'm a body and soul, knock and stock and kind of gal. EP is great though. It is really really good. Um, I just hope that people take it seriously. The fa- the whole climate thing at the moment because they're just, EP are trying to do this this whole leave zero behind. But every year there's loads of that, so that's upsetting. Um, but yeah, no, very good, very um positive atmosphere I was there on the Thursday night so like obviously people weren't as a shall we say trashed as <laughs> fair, fair. as they possibly will end up being but yeah it's really good it's a really good atmosphere and what how do you find performing to the crowd because I actually went to Knock and Stock and they had a little comedy thing mm. but first of all you couldn't really hear the comedian that well um, just because it was so close to the other stage but I headlined at Knock and Stock this year did you? The comedy tent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because um, I don't know. I, I didn't see you there. I just yeah. saw there was one girl there. It wasn't a tent, though. Oh, sorry. The comedy stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like in Fairyfield or whatever. Yeah. It's called. yeah. So, um, what's it like performing to a crowd like that? Just because it seems like it could be tricky. Knocking Stockham was really tough because it was lashing rain, like lashing, and it was lashing all day, and the the stage was covered, but the audience wasn't. So you were really asking them to do you a big favor by staying. We did by the like by the time I was on, we I mean we started. I can't even remember what time. I had a very good time at Knock and Stock and so I don't have many memories from it. <laughs> but um but I think we yeah, we but when we first started we had maybe six people and it did get more and more and then like my sister came along and brought some of her friends and stuff as well to pad out the crowd because I need laughter in my veins. <laughs> but um but yeah, it went it went well in the end. It is hard and I will admit as well with with EP, although it's fantastic to get that kind of platform and everything and the stage is gorgeous, it's really nice. But there is a bit a good bit of space between you and the crowd. So, um like a fellow performer put it really well when she said like it feels like they it feels like they are involved and they are listening, they're engaging, but it feels like they they're watching TV. So they don't actually, yeah. because they're so far away, they don't mm-hmm. realise that you actually, that first of all, it takes time for their laughter to get to you, that you can't properly see them and stuff like that. So, I mean, but that's all stuff that you just get used to when you're performing. I've I've had far, 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 far worse gigs. Yeah, no, so. of course. But it just, it, I, what I picked up from, not, oh, I suppose Knock and Stocking is a bit more tame, but I was like, so many people there, you know, like they have go to drinks and all, yeah. they just want to dance, party. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like to get someone to sit down and actually listen to a comedy show, we say is tough. Yeah. Um, like I, I think definitely people want to be made to laugh. It's a weird one at festivals because it's very, um, 
people at festivals are going around being like, woo! Like when I was on stage at EP on Thursday, uh, the first thing I did when I came out was I had to come out and shut down a heckler because he'd been heckling the act right before me. And that was really annoying to me because like the act before me is excellent. All the acts that were on were. And, you know, no one deserves to be heckled, but she was he was being really, really rude to her. And I have, I don't shy away from combat, <laughs> let's say. I don't shy away from like stuff like that. So I came out and I shut him down. And the problem wait, wait, with can, that... Can we ask, is it radio? Is it radio okay to say what you said to him? Oh, like, I mean, well, parts of it, yeah, parts <laughs> of it, no. I had to shut him down, a quite, like, quite a lot. He he was one of these, like, young kids that didn't really get the message. Okay. But I said things like, you know, the way, like, I don't know, who's, who's fill-in-the-blank is so small that, you know, that you can't stand the fact that there's a woman on stage with a microphone and you don't get to be heard for once. Like, did your mother hug you too much? What's the fucking problem? I'm like, oh, okay, well, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but it gets, it gets like, it gets, um, you know, I, I, I really just don't understand the notion of it. And so most of the time, if you shut them down, like, they're like, okay, fine, fair enough, you know. And he was actually apologetic. And all the crowd were like, yeah, thank you for shutting them down kind of thing. But I think he was just drunk. Bless yeah. him, like he was young. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's just kind of like zip it. You know, someone's literally got a microphone. I'm definitely in a better position, like than you. I'm definitely gonna just make a show. show you. Um, I've heard some great heckle takedowns as well, but um, but yeah. So that was that. That's just gonna happen at a festival, I think. You know, and the problem with that isn't necessarily that I have to do that. I don't mind doing it. In fact, I kind of like it. It's fun in in ways. Don't heckle me. <laughs> don't take that as encouragement, <laughs> but um, but. Uh, it, yeah it, it it sucks because it made the rest of the crowd although they agreed with me and they like then were able to listen to my jokes and everything they're they're then tense because mm. I've started it by giving out to somebody you know so that kind of can throw off your set and so on so I was feeling really I was afterwards feeling like oh no I'm sorry like I apologize my, the booker is a good friend of mine uh, Emily O'Callaghan she uh she booked the stage oh we had her on um, she's brilliant we she had was, her on the show oh she's excellent yeah. but she so I was talking to her afterwards and I went I'm so sorry she was like no 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 thank you so much you know but I felt really weird about it and bad kind of thing so yeah these things do happen but that again like that's not just festivals that's just, you can get any you know one bad person can throw off a whole crowd one good person can make a crowd you know it's this is comedy. Of course, yeah, no, no, of course. And um, obviously, I know I got in touch with you too, a mutual friend, John mm-hmm. Sharpson, who we had in the show. We actually had his brother John. as well. Big fan. Oh, don't um, he's Yeah. Got, he's got three brothers. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't realise. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I went to school with John. Yeah, so, so Donal was on the show, but um, I saw clips from Donal at EP. Yeah. Uh, did you see him there? Yeah, yeah, I saw, well, I didn't see him there, but I have seen him at EP. I've seen him, and I've seen clips on my friend's stories of him at EP. Um, yeah, that uh, yeah that that's what I was looking yeah. at. And I was like, he's literally DJing as he's standing on the decks. Yeah. I've never seen someone do that. I know, I've never seen that. I, I actually haven't seen that clip. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to show get you to show me that. That sounds so cool. I will. Donald is a gem. That whole family, they're lovely pe- people, wonderful people. Really, really nice. And mm. if anyone listening missed them and would like to check out the podcast, you can head over to f104.e for such Sunday Night Live or us any of the main streaming platforms. Because um, I know that when John came on, he did a very funny impression. Do you do impressions? Oh, not really. I no? do a good impression of Joanne McNally. Okay, do you, do you want to go ahead? Because the impression he did of me, I was like, I can't explain how offended I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, literally, and he saw me give him the look. <laughs> um, oh, but like, I love Joanne. I don't want her to think I'm slagging her. But You're not slagging not her. Slagging her. Okay. And he came back with a glass of Chardonnay. Chardonnay. He may as well have come back with a chilled vagina. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can. I I don't know why I find it so natural to speak like Joanne McAnally. I think it's because I, I, I have. I think I have a lot. Of, I feel like I have a lot in common with her when she's speaking. And then the whole like you know I grow I grew up on the north side of Dublin, but like I can you know I can turn the pot on kind of thing. So I think she she's just me, but. With a slightly posher accent. I love that. It's <laughs> so funny. But I love, I love Joanne. I think she's great. And I did, you know, when I was when I was coming up, kind of, I guess I'm still coming up like on the scene. But um, she, I definitely like looked up to her. So I kind of studied the way that she was on stage and so on, like and all her jokes and so on. So I, I guess that's why I'm able to talk like her. That's fair. I could talk like her all day. <laughs> so come here to me. Obviously, you have a couple of things going on because the way that you know John mm-hmm. and well, you went to school with them, obviously, but yes. um, you are also on the Try Channel with them. I am. I'm on the Try Channel with John and Donald's on there as well. I know. Sometimes the other Sharps and Brothers turn up too. <laughs> so for anyone listening that is like, what on earth is the Try Channel? Yeah. Do you want to just give a bit of a background? So it's basically, it's a channel where Irish people, like every video will be called Irish People Try Something Something. Irish People Try and it could be like Polish snacks or it could be uh, Lithuanian putchin or something like that like and you don't know until you go in so we won't be told in advance and we'll go in and we'll record them and uh, it used to be under another name it is a different channel now so we, we originally there was another channel that shut down and then like th- some of the deadly people that were still involved that had been involved before kept up and uh, renamed the Tri channel and now it is bigger and better than ever it's so good so much fun it's really good as well because it's like I mean a lot of I used to work in the GPO and like tourists Americans love the tri-channel right so like I would be sitting there at work in the GPO and American tourists come in and they're like oh my god it's you from the tri-channel so that's mad is that like I'm recognised across like on the other side of the world for just being a bit of a Egypt. I know internet. they're so because I was um I went traveling with um Paul Irish yeah. Jesus oh you did and yeah yeah we did Kitchener around the coast oh so we God. went around the coast of Ireland Daddy. with no money to raise money for um a mental health charity and it was so funny because we were walking um downtown and literally this American comes like sprinting it was like oh my god I told my boyfriend that I'd end up seeing one of you and like yeah. gotten all these photos and stuff and I was yeah. like what is happening and he was like train people literally buying me clothes online I know yeah no seriously it is it's true it's like um, and like I mean when I did uh, for the fringe show that I have coming up I'll talk about that in a second but like when I did an Indiegogo to get to raise money for to put the show on because putting on a show costs money uh, I had so much support from America like big donations coming in and I and I really appreciate it I know that like I mean it's easy to say obviously oh well I'm just being need on the internet and so on but it really is nice that people react so well to us and you do get every now and then you get people messaging you saying like oh you know I was going through a really hard time and you guys all cheered me up and so can you please tell everybody that I really say thank you and so on so the fans are really nice I mean obviously there's downsides to everything comment sections can be not nice personal inboxes can be loaded with creepy things but um for the most part it's quite nice yeah and it's like it's cool as well because it means that if i you know if i wanted to do a gig in the states that it could probably be kind of not easy because the states are so huge Mm -hmm. but like you know i could count on having a little bit of a crowd that's good. So, that, that's amazing. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice for any Irish comic to be so, able to count on that. Um, before we move on to your own fringe show, yeah. w- w- Edinburgh. You're uh-huh. just back from Edinburgh. I am. I only went for four days now. Well, sorry. I went for a week 
this year because uh, I because I'm doing the Dublin Fringe, so I'm kind of focused on that. I did do a full run last year. Edinburgh is Edinburgh. I think is my fa- and I am so sorry, Dublin. Edinburgh is my favorite city in the world. I think. <gasps> yeah, it is. Get out! TV I know. Is over. I know. I'm Dublin, pulling it. <laughs> Dublin is full on my favorite city in the world. And then whenever I'm in Edinburgh, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> She's really giving her a run for her money here. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but the city does change completely for the festival. So I was over there for a week. I did four shows. And honestly, like I just did some of my stand up. Not saying that I didn't put any effort in. Of course I did. But like I, my main focus is the show that I'm doing here. So it was nice to kind of just be there for four days, get to take it in, get to see other shows, mm-hmm. which I got to do. So that was great. Uh, so yeah, I love Edinburgh as a city and the festival. It turns into a different city. But even that, that's like, I mean, imagine like, oh, you haven't, have you been in any festivals? Yeah, so yeah, not I, you were at not I popped my festival cherry twice this year oh, and then wow. I actually realised that when I came to work this weekend that I got EP tickets but I only work at weekends so I only found when I got here, yes. Oh dear. Anyways, swiftly moving on from that bad news. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I've never been to a comedy festival and that's why I've always wondered like uh-huh. so many people travel over for the Edinburgh yeah. festival. So like what is it? What, what happens? Well, the Edinburgh festival is it's not just comedy but it's a lot of comedy obviously and because it's... I. It's kind of become, it's so big that there's lots of mini festivals within it. So when I go over, I'm not going, I like when I have before, I mean, obviously the aim is to get to beyond the Edinburgh Fringe itself, like the official fringe. But there's lots of little free festivals that are on at the same time. And so they are all part of this big monster that is the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, so I was over there doing PBH's free fringe. There's lots of other free festivals that you could go to. There's like, you know, like there's Laughing Horse and there's just like there's loads of them. Um, and so you can do those festivals or you can do the main one which which would be kind of like really prestigious and so on but the festival the apparently the population like probably quadruples or something in in amount and on any given street so let's say like you know, imagine every single bar every bar like every bar every theater every single place that you could have a show in dublin for a month was give, was putting on shows every hour of every day like that's what it is that's genuinely what it's like so it's like any given street if it's got three or four bars on it there could be a thousand shows on it that day kind of thing mm-hmm. like it's nuts it's wild it's wild so yeah it's a a lot of people walking around a lot of people giving out flyers a lot of people uh, having to give out flyers because I have to flyer for my own show it's very hard to flyer when you're when you know that you're competing with so many but there's just this buzz there it's like really there's nothing like it you kind of it's I, I actually can't really describe it there's you just have to go over it's very intense as well like you could be there two days and feel like you've been there three weeks okay it's yeah okay so um, on to Dublin yeah. Dublin Fringe yes the one that people can actually go to e- yes. easy enough yes. so t- tell me all about it so I've got a show on the Dublin Fringe it's called Blah 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 with special guests so my name is Blaheen and people call me Blah so it's Blah 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 <laughs> I, I, I see what you did there <laughs> yeah thank you very much yeah yeah it's, uh, it's, a, it's not really a thinker <laughs> but that's what we wanted we wanted it to be very clear so it's, um, it's a comedy panel show it's about intersectional feminism, which I know doesn't sound like you can make it hilarious, but you totally can. Um, and it's n- it's going to be a little bit different because, like, I mean, it's not just me doing stand up. So I will there will be some of me doing stand up. But for the most part, it's a discussion show. And my point was my, my objective w- is with it really that like, uh, you know, all the time it's, it's all well and good. Me kind of writing comedy about stuff that interests me and stuff that I care about and so on, like things like feminism and the environment and religion and so on. But 
you know, am I like I I kind of have to recognize still within that that I am like a white lady from Fairview in Dublin. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, I kind of recognize that there and, and I'm really interested in talking to people about their experiences and kind of opening up mine and self crit and so on. So, yeah, I just kind of thought, why don't we invite people in? And like the people that know about it, the people that should be talking on it. And then I can like bring the funny about it. I can still be a dope about it because I am Asia, you know, mm. like, I mean, obviously try and be as good as possible, try and be as woke as possible and so on. But like we're all learning. Mm-hmm. And I think at the moment things are quite, you know, think, oh, my God, the world's on fire. It's, <laughs> it's really terrible. So so many bad things are happening. It's literally on fire. It's now. actually it's it's, it's like the world. Literally. Mother Nature has set herself ablaze yeah. to kind of let us know that things are not going well. And we're like, I don't see that. I only see craft beer. <laughs> um, so so I mean, I kind of I and, I and I very much I'm aware of that. And of course I am. But I think that it's very important in these times to have a sense of humor and to be able to laugh because otherwise mm-hmm. we're just all going to shut ourselves in and not. And then you get things like what's happening in America. So like I, I kind of see it as this really important way to get a message across without people feeling like they're taking on watching the news or they're feeling like they're taking on the issue themselves. They feel involved in it if, if you're able to talk about it and laugh about it with them. And so I wanted to bring that so I can bring the funny parts and then I have like experts and activists and uh, people that are, you know, for whatever reason, they're involved in whatever subject of the night. So we're going to have a different topic every night, Mm -hmm. three different guests every night, which is a lot of guests. (laughs) It's 15 guests. So we're uh, in the process of announcing them at the moment. So they'll all be announced on the page. It's on Facebook, blah, 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 with special guests. Um, or I'm on Instagram and Twitter at being blah. Um, and uh, so we're announcing them at the moment, but we've got people like, you know, Sex Shuppas and Shauna Scott. She uh, was on the show. Yeah, she's brilliant. Oh, she's great. She's a friend of mine. She's excellent. Uh, so she'll be in to talk about sex and sexuality or like Evoke a Reaction is, um, you know, the drag performer mm-hmm. Evoke a Reaction. So they'll be in to talk about uh, identity. We've got some like activists like Jane Xavier, who's a member of Merge. We've got, oh my God, we've just got Philippa Ryder's going to be in, Caroline West, uh, Ellie Kisyambe, she's a politician and she's a mother and she has just recently gotten residency in Ireland. Mm. So like there'll be lots of different people, lots of different backgrounds to kind of, to speak on lots of different things. Um, And I am trying to get like, and across the board of it and obviously that can be tough and obviously that can look like tokenism as well sometimes and so I'm again very aware of that but I'm trying to do a good thing and I really do have uh, hopes that it's going to be brilliant I really okay. like I'm so confident and happy with how it's looking um, you know because I've kind of just set it up like a party at my house kind of thing because that's what was always happening we'd be at an after session my house from 4am till 7am just mm. arguing about the world not even arguing just talking just being like oh my god blah 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 talking about stuff so it's basically that it's just that the people at the party are now actually well informed about it okay so if people <laughs> want to come along where can they get tickets it's uh, it's at fringefest.com um, so you can get the tickets online you can call them as well they also have a box office on the keys as well just next to bachelor's walk there uh, so that's all there and obviously there's links to that on the page so blah 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 with special guests and there's links from my Instagram and so on as well um, and it's the 11th till 15th of September 7pm in Drop Dead Twice upstairs on Francis Street Amazing and do you want to give your um, podcast a quick shout out yeah, as well Yeah sure so I've got a podcast it's called I Don't Know Her uh, I it's myself and my good friend Eve O'Connor who is also going to be a guest on the show Woohoo. Uh, so she'll be on for sexuality and sex. And uh, so, yeah, it's just myself and Eve O'Connor. And we, we kind of we discuss things that we like, things that we don't like. And then there's an improv segment at the end. It's a lot of fun. So amazing. Tune in. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks so much for popping in. Thanks a million. Thank you for having me. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.